Welcome to the Master Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Julie Kelly. I believe in living your most inspired and fulfilled life by knowing exactly who you are, knowing what's important to you, and making no apologies for it. This show is a weekly dose of inspired motivation, personal development, and success strategies designed to create the career, relationships, and lifestyle of your dreams. Imagine waking up every day to your dream life. Well, imagine no more, as each podcast episode is designed to help you live your most authentic life with ease and proven principles that actually get results. I'm the founder of the Master Your Life online course, international motivational speaker, and I'll be sharing real, relevant, tactical advice in this unfiltered, transformational podcast. Things are about to get fabulous. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Master Your Life podcast. This is Julie Kelly, and I'm thrilled that you're here with me today. If you're new to the podcast, I invite you to subscribe. And if you're listening on iTunes, please go ahead and rate the podcast and leave a comment letting me know what you think about it. So last week, I was invited to give a webinar on the topic of how do we rise up in the face of any challenge? And I wanted to create a podcast episode around this topic because obviously the whole world is in a very difficult, challenging time at the moment. And I wanted to make sure that my listeners on the podcast were able to get the same experience and the same information because hopefully in the next couple of months, this whole situation is behind us and life is back to normal. But the truth of the matter is that in a couple of months time or in a year's time, we're going to be faced with a different challenge. And that's just a normal, natural part of life. And so what I want to do today is give you three strategies that will help you not only survive, but thrive in the face of any challenge that life throws your way. It doesn't matter what it is. These are proven principles that when implemented in your life are proven to help you get through a difficult time in a positive way, in a proactive way that sees you thriving, not just surviving. And so most people are just in survival mode right now. They're just doing whatever it takes just to survive. And what happens when you're constantly in survivor mode is that you start to burn out and get overwhelmed. And those two things combined lead to illness. And that's the very last thing that anybody should be experiencing or even wanting to uh, have happened to them to their lives right now. So the first thing that we have to understand is that we are experiencing trauma. Okay. There's no two ways about it. And trauma can be experienced in many different ways. It can be emotional trauma, physical trauma, mental trauma, financial trauma. There's lots of different types of trauma. And in our lifetimes, we've not experienced an economic downturn and a global pandemic of this magnitude at the same time. So we've been plunged into uncharted waters. And this equals trauma, right? Very simply, it equals trauma. And what it's done, what's this, what this situation has done is that it's forced us to adapt and to become more resourceful and to reassess our lives. But like I said earlier, most of us are operating out of survivor mode. And so what I want to do is help you get into a different mode because what happens is that as a society, we generally wait until we're faced with a trauma 
or in the midst of a traumatic situation to take stock of our lives and really get crystal crystal clear on our priorities. And so for you, this situation that we're experiencing right now, this may be your trauma. You may have not experienced something of this magnitude that's rocked your world as the situation that we're currently facing. And so what happens when we're faced with a trauma is that we generally tend to take stock of our lives and we take a step back and we reassess everything and we shift our priorities. And the things that were sort of on the back burner that I'll get to them eventually, suddenly they're becoming your priority. The things like taking that vacation or changing careers, changing vocation, getting out of that toxic relationship, all of those things that you've been thinking about and I'm going to do it one day and when the time's right, I'll take that step. But when we're faced with a trauma of this magnitude, all of those back burner issues or those back burner ideas, they suddenly become front of mind and they suddenly become our priorities. And so I want you to go through life making sure that nothing is in your back burner. Nothing should be there. Your back burner should be empty. And if it does have anything on it, it should be things that are really, really low low priority to you. And so now people are starting to say, okay, I'm going to do all the things that I wanted to do. I'm going to attack my bucket list with a vengeance and I'm going to go for it. I'm going to live my life to the best of my ability because I don't know when it's going to be taken away from me. And so I love that. I love the fact that people are really taking stock and and being proactive. But what I want you to do is to be able to be that way all the time, not just in in the face of a trauma or the face of a challenge. So the first thing that we have to do in order to rise up in the face of any challenge is to accept where you are. And you have to accept that right now you may be being pushed. You have to accept that you're uncomfortable. You have to accept that you're outside of your comfort zone. You have to accept that maybe in some instances that life may never be the same for you. You may have to accept the fact that you've been terminated from your job. Right? These are difficult situations, but the first thing to get over them is to accept. Accept where you're at. And in doing so, there are two camps of people in acceptance. You can either accept it and become bitter, or you can accept your reality and become better. And so this is what bitter sounds like. It's the government's fault. It's the Chinese government's fault. It's Trump's fault. It's my my boss. She never liked me anyway. And she was just waiting for an excuse to fire me, right? Always looking at the negatives, like finger pointing and blaming everybody else, looking for answers that may not exist. And when you come from a bitter mindset, it's a very, very contracted way to live. It's very, very limiting. And so you can either choose to be bitter or you can choose to become better. And if you want to become better, you put on your rose-colored glasses and you choose to see the positives in every situation. You choose to focus on the good and you see every challenge as an opportunity to evolve or to redefine yourself, to redefine your lifestyle and to get crystal clear on what's important to you right now and make the appropriate choices to live your very best life. So that's the first thing is to accept it and to really pick a side. And I hope that you pick the better option. (laughs) The second thing is to acknowledge. We have to acknowledge 
where we're at. We have to acknowledge that we're here. We're alive. We're listening to this podcast. Just the fact that you're here listening to this today with me means that you have conquered every single challenge that life has thrown your way up until this point. I want you to acknowledge that, like really acknowledge that. So for you, it could be a health issue that you've overcome. Perhaps it's the loss of a relationship, cancelled travel plans. Maybe it's the fact that your kids have left home for college and now you're an empty nester and you have to adapt to that. If you're a teacher, you've had to adapt to distance learning. So everybody's got their own situation that they're dealing with. For me, I had to postpone my wedding yet again. This is the third time I've had to postpone my wedding. So I have to acknowledge where things are at for me. You have to acknowledge where things are at for you. And something else that I want you to acknowledge is this. I want you to acknowledge that despite the chaos that may be going going on around you, acknowledge the fact that nobody has taken away your skills Nobody has taken away your experience. Nobody has taken away your passion, your purpose in life, your memories, your spirit. Anything and everything is still possible because you are a resilient being. Like I said, you've you've experienced so many traumas and challenges up until this point, and you've survived every single one of them because you're here listening to this podcast with me today. So never forget that. Never forget how strong you are and how much you've already overcome in your lifetime. And so in order to rise up in the face of any challenge, the first thing you have to acknowledge is that it begins with you. I could have totally come on here today and just given you like a feel-good presentation and just totally tried to motivate you with like quotes and things like that, but that's not going to change your life. What I want you to understand is that you are always in control. You are always the one that's got the power to decide how you want to live your life. You always have the power and the choice to decide how you want to respond and react to anything that comes your way. And so the first strategy that I want to give you to rise up in the face of any challenge is this is to live and start your day in gratitude. Now, I know you've probably heard this millions of times, but living in gratitude and starting your day in gratitude is something that a lot of people still haven't grasped and still don't do. And so I want you to start making this your daily routine. For me, in the morning, I get up and I straight away, I make myself a cup of coffee. I grab my gratitude journal and I literally put the date And the first line is, today I'm grateful for, and then I just list everything and anything that comes to mind that I'm grateful for. Now, a lot of people get bogged down with doing gratitude journals because they think everything has to be big and bold, like, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my house, all those sorts of things. And yes, all of those things are wonderful, and you can definitely put those, those items on your gratitude list. But for me... I I try and remember the small things that I have because there's a lot more small things that I can accumulate and be grateful for every single day as opposed to maybe a few big ticket items. So I'll give you an example. One of the things that I'm always grateful for is the fact that I can have a hot shower every single day with strong water pressure. Now you might be laughing thinking that's just ridiculous. Why would you say that? But there are millions upon millions of people around the world that 
don't even have a shower, let alone hot water, let alone hot water that comes out of, out of a shower at high pressure. So it's things like that that I'm truly grateful for. I'm grateful for my washer and dryer that I have in my home because I remember the days when I lived in apartments where there was no washer and dryer and I had to schlep my dirty laundry either to a communal laundromat or downstairs to another communal laundromat and I used to hate that. I used to have quarters that I used to have to put in there and uh, it was a nightmare. I hated it so much. And so today, the fact that I have a washer and dryer in my home I am so grateful and every single day I am in gratitude to those white goods because they make my life so much easier because I know what it was like to not have them. So think about what you can be grateful for and spend five, ten minutes every single day starting your day off by writing everything that you're grateful for. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. If you don't have a journal, just grab a notepad, grab some sticky notes, put it in the notes app on your smartphone Find a way. And if you do this at the start of the day, it sets the tone for the rest of your day. It's very, very difficult. In fact, it's near impossible to be in a scarcity, a fearful, or a lacking mindset when you're in gratitude because they're polar opposites and they don't exist at the same time. So if you start your day in gratitude and you stay in gratitude and Every moment that you go through life, even when something slaps you in the face halfway through your workday, remember all the things that you could still be grateful for in that moment. And it'll totally shift your mindset and it'll totally shift the way that you perceive life and the way that you deal with problems, everyday problems, not just the big things that happen, not just the crisis, the major like challenges that we're in right now, but just the day-to-day -day problems that would normally maybe get under your skin. If you're in gratitude and choose to see the positive, choose to see the good, then it's really difficult to see the bad, to see the negative, to focus on the things that you don't enjoy. That was the first thing. The second thing to overcome and to rise up in the face of any challenge is to know what your core values are. And a lot of people always ask me, what are core values and why are they important? So simply put, your core values are the top two to three things that are most, most important to you right now, as your life stands right now. So I'll give you an example. My top three core values today are family, contribution, and growth. So why are those things important to me? Well, because Quality time with my family is absolutely important to me and that's my number one goal and my priority in life. I, I have to be making a contribution. My business, everything that I do, this podcast, when I speak at conferences on stage, my blog, my online courses, everything that I do is contributing to my clients, contributing to my people, contributing to the world, hoping that my expertise will impact somebody and change their life for the better. And growth. I'm constantly growing and learning. I'm reading books. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm taking online courses myself. I'm constantly challenging myself by being around people that are far more advanced and far more successful than I am so that I can learn from them and then I can help my audience grow, right? That's really, those three things are the most important to me. And if I'm not doing those three things, I feel like I'm dying, 
If those three things are not made a priority in my life, I literally feel like I am dying. And that's how I know those are my core values today. And so for you, your core values could be completely different to mine, and they should be, right? And so I want you to think about your life as it stands right now and think about what are your top three priorities today? Because what they were last month or what they're going to be in six months' time could be completely different. So for instance, you may have been employed two months ago. And if you're listening to this today and you've lost your job, one of your core values could very well be money. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And so if your core value or one of your core values today is money, that means that you should be making that a priority. That means that you should be spending most of your time deciphering and becoming resourceful and working out how you can make money for yourself, for your family, and how you can keep paying the bills. So knowing your core values is extremely important regardless of where we're at in life. But they're even more important when we're faced with a challenge because core values, they act like tethers that keep you grounded when you're in chaos. And I use the analogy of being like an oak tree. You know, like oak trees are usually massive trees with massive roots deeply rooted firmly into the ground and there could be a crazy storm going on around with wind and hail and rain and snow gustling all around that oak tree but that oak tree does not waver that oak tree does not get uprooted it is solid in the ground and that's what core values bring to you they tether you to the ground like the roots of that oak tree and they keep you grounded they give you peace They give you direction. They give you a roadmap. They allow you to stay focused on what's most important to you and the decisions and the actions that you need to take around your top priorities, around your top core values, so that you stay in alignment and you make the right choices and utilize the 24 hours in your day to your advantage and to to your maximum. Okay, it's so, so important. So if you're not sure what your top core values are right now, I really encourage you to find some quiet time to yourself to work it out. And then every single decision you make thereafter, you have to measure it against your top two to three core values and ask yourself, will this decision positively or negatively impact my core values? And As long as the decision is affecting your core values in a positive way, then you're good to go. But if the answer is like two out of three is no, it's not going to help me, it's it's going to negatively impact my core values, then you may need to change your decision. It's as simple as that. So they're almost like a GPS, like a guidepost telling you where to go, what to do, and how to spend your time. The last strategy that I'm going to give you to rise up in the face of any challenge is setting boundaries. Now, as a society, and you may have already cringed when I said setting boundaries, because the thing is, as a society and culturally, we absolutely suck at setting boundaries. We're terrible at it. And we're terrible at it because it's awkward and it's uncomfortable and it 
forces us to find our voice and to speak up and say something about it. And so instead of setting boundaries, what we tend to do as a society, and this is a generalization, but what we tend to do is we allow people into our sacred space and we allow them to say and do things that we don't like. We allow them to say and do things that we don't agree with and we keep our mouths shut while our blood pressure is going through the roof our blood is boiling, you know, you're about to see steam coming out of our ears, but we shut up, we keep the, the, the lip zipped and we don't say anything and we put up with it. And then that person leaves or we hang up the phone and we just tend to gossip and talk about badly about them and we um, basically, you know, we bitch about them. So there's no simple way to say it, but we bitch about them. And so that has no integrity. When we do that, we're, we're showing ourselves and we're proving to ourselves that we're out of integrity. It's not a mature way to deal with conflict or to deal with people that we know we need to set a boundary with. And if you've ever had somebody in your life that does violate a boundary of yours, you know that it causes absolute misery more often than not. And so what I want you to think about is if you can identify right now that person in your life that you know you absolutely need to set a boundary with, I want you to think about that person and visualize that person in your mind. And then I want you to think about the acronym BIG, B-I-G. And so in order to set a healthy boundary, your boundary should be bold, it should be made with integrity, and it should be made with generosity, B-I-G. Okay, so let me give you an example of what this could look like. So I have a girlfriend who right now is extremely negative and very Debbie Downer. And every single phone call I have with her, she's in that bitter category where she's blaming the government. She thinks it's all about a conspiracy theory. And it's just this very, very negative rhetoric and rant that I get every single phone call. And I cannot stand it. I'm a very positive person and I, I'm trying to see the positive and the good and trying to better myself every single day. So people like that don't really align with who I am and my core values. And so I had to set a boundary with her. And this is what one of our phone calls sounded like. So she started doing the usual rant. So when she came up for air, I was able to get a word in and I said to her, Honey, I'm so glad that we're able to catch up and Zoom and still have phone calls and catch up even though we can't see each other because I really do miss seeing you and spending time with you in person. But I have to tell you that when we get on our phone calls and, you know, you spend most of the time talking and rant, like sort of on a rant about the government and the conspiracy theories and all of that kind of stuff, it doesn't make me feel good. In fact, it gives me some anxiety and so I would rather spend our time, our phone calls, like catching up on you and catching up on me and just focusing on you and me and focusing on the positive because this is already a difficult time. So if you don't mind, I'd rather just we spend our time and our phone calls talking about each other instead of all the chaos and all the craziness that's going on in the world right now. So that was me setting a boundary. That was me telling her, very graciously and with a lot of integrity that I love her. I love spending time with her. I love speaking to her. I miss her. But at the same time, I don't want to talk about that because it gives me anxiety. 
What you may have noticed is that I didn't berate her. I didn't tell her what to talk about, what not to talk about. I didn't go off on her. I made it about me and what I needed from her, what I needed from our relationship during this challenging time. And so that may sound and seem like a really big undertaking for you. And I want you to embrace the awkwardness of setting boundaries. And I want you to sort of suck it up for lack of a better word, and try it and do it because left unchecked, the people that violate your boundaries are going to make your life miserable. So I would rather you have 30 seconds of discomfort and being outside of your comfort zone and then having the rest of your days being more peaceful and more aligned with what you want and who you are than constantly being in this like vicious cycle of you know having that, that one person constantly violate your boundaries. People can't fix what they don't know about. So they may not even recognize that they're causing you discomfort and they're making you feel bad, right? So you have to find your voice and you have to set big boundaries, bold, done with integrity and done with generosity. So let's wrap up. So today I shared with you three strategies to overcome any challenge. That is to live in gratitude and to start your day with a gratitude journal, and to remember everything that you are grateful for as problems come your way throughout every single day of your life. The second one was to get crystal clear on your top two to three core values and make sure that every single decision that you make moving forward is in alignment with those priorities or core values. And finally, setting healthy boundaries with people that violate your sacred space. So as you know, if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you know that my mantra is knowledge without implementation equals nothing. So please take one, two, three, if all of these ideas and strategies resonate with you, implement them in your life. If you have to, implement them one at a time, but please implement them. Otherwise, you're just listening to information that's not going to change your life because you have to implement in order to see changes, positive, permanent transformations in your life. And that's what I'm all about. I'm all about giving you proven strategies that will positively impact your life on a permanent basis as long as you implement the ideas that I share with you. So, Again, I really encourage you and invite you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you may be listening in today. And I'm going to give a a free gift away. I'm going to actually send one of my listeners a beautiful Hay House gratitude journal. And I'm going to do this by choosing a random comment that's left on the podcast over on iTunes. Now, I know that you may, if you're potentially listening on Spotify, Spotify doesn't allow you to rate the podcast or leave a comment. So if you can, head over to iTunes, subscribe over there and rate the podcast and leave a comment. And this time next week, I'm going to randomly choose one of my comments, one of my subscribers' comments, and I'm going to literally send you a hard copy beautiful gratitude journal in the mail so that you can start your gratitude journaling experience with a really nice journal. So if you have found this helpful, please share it with somebody. Let somebody know about the Master Your Life podcast. I am truly grateful for you. 
Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm sending you much strength, many blessings, and a ton of love. And I will see you all next week. Till then, be well.